Gracious Losers Podcast, episode 57. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. And uh, wild week of the the NFL. I'm I'm still bummed out about the Braves game. I know, so I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we'll talk a little we'll talk very briefly about uh the the Braves loss only because their you know podcast is called The Gracious Losers and I should lose with a little grace. Sure. Yeah. And uh, not bitch too much about it, but uh, we'll mostly talk NFL today. Uh, maybe just try to throw in a little bit of NBA, but very little. Yeah. Um, but first off, Casey, what are you drinking? Uh, I went to John's Market, which uh, if you're not in Portland, but I'm sure everyone, most people listening to this, <laughs> probably Portland. It's uh, just a nice bottle shop, and um, there's there's two of them: one on the west side, one on the east side. And they just opened the one on the east side not too long ago. So, uh, but I but they had a couple Russian rivers, and I got a Pliny the Elder, and I got a Blind Pig. Um, and I don't, I think I've had the blind pig before, but it's been so long and I actually haven't tasted it yet. So, oh, really? That's good. That's a good IPA. It's really, it's really sharp. Good, solid IPA. Yeah. Really, uh, yeah. Sharp, bitter. That's good, though. It's a good West Coast IPA. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, right now I have the, uh, it's a deadly combination. It's a series of, uh, rotating two hop from uh, barrier brewing out in oceanside new york but this one's the mosaic and brew one okay which i think i gave you one a while ago yeah um, but this one's really it's really carbonated so it's hard for me to get a, a taste on it yeah um and then i have i haven't opened it yet but it's from um von ebert oh <laughs> could, couldn't think of the damn name of yeah. it. Uh, von ebert <laughs> brewing uh, right, right off the street from us von ebert brewing it's a uh, it's an american ipa so it'll be like a west coast ipa yeah uh it's called ewok dreams okay so we'll see yeah. i'll open it up halfway through yeah. probably yeah, um i did now. have this because we're talking about beer really quickly i did have uh, a couple of beers last night when i was watching the braves game yeah that i was really impressed with um, okay. from breweries that i was not familiar with locally um, yeah. Well, I guess one I was familiar with. I'm familiar with Bale Breaker. Um, but so I had from Bale Breaker and it was it was excellent. It was the uh, Citrus Slicker. Okay. Wet Hop IPA. Really, really good. Um, it was at New Seasons. It was cheap. Yeah. Um, super good. And then the other one I had, which I was like really, really impressed with, is Spider City Brewing. Okay. I don't think I've heard which of Which is in Bend, apparently. Okay. Spider City. No idea no. where it is. I need to look it up one of these days and figure out where it's at. But it was the Grazing Goat. Uh, IPA. Okay. It was just like a good crisp West Coast IPA. It was like it was nothing like crazy good, but sure. like for a brewery you never heard of, like yeah, like it's a good introduction to the brewery. Yeah, a lot of times when you grab something from a brewery you, you don't know about, it's it could be pretty suspect. But that's that's nice that you found one that is uh, that could be a, amongst the rotation in the future. Yeah, yeah. Have you had uh, have you had Fort George's uh, male owl yet? Male owl. I don't. No, male, it's like kind male, of a, like like the U.S. mail. Yes, yeah, um, and it's uh, it's kind of a, a it's, yeah, it's kind of a short run uh, thing that they have for the fall. I, rem- they I had, remember seeing when they were putting it yeah. out, like when they had the label. Yeah, they also had that at John's Market. They had a limited two. Um, yeah, excellent. I haven't had it. Excellent beers. I will say that if you get a chance it, yeah. to get the the male owl. Would, yeah, they collabed with Great Notion for that one. Yeah, that there you go. Like, yeah. Thanks, Google. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, let's let's just get the baseball out of the way because I just sure. I, I don't want to lament on it too much. Uh, I don't want to be a, a bummer the entire podcast. So um, for those who don't follow baseball, I'm a big Braves fan. Have been since I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, the Braves swept the Reds and swept the Marlins 
to get to uh, the National League Championship Series. Jumped out to a quick two to nothing lead over the Dodgers, who are you know essentially the evil empire mm-hmm. right now. Uh, huge two hundred twenty one million dollar payroll. Yeah, it's like the Yankees um, of, of old. It's it's, <laughs> it's the it's the yeah it's the West Coast the, Yankees. The West Coast Yankees. There you go. That makes more sense. Um, and so anyway, I, they're not incredibly likable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just they're, they're a very brash, cocky team and. Uh, the Braves went up two one and then got blown out in game three. They went they went up three one, right? And they won game four. Oh, so okay. Three one. Oh, I got you. Three one, yeah. and then lost game five due to a bad base running error where mm. Marcelo Zuna didn't tag. He left early on a fly ball. Oh, buddy. Uh, well, it was a hell of a catch by Betts. Betts had. I mean, every game. Oh, was that Betts the one? Was that the catch. one over the wall? It was no. It was the shoestring one. So okay. it was. It was a. It was a just a bloop out in the right, and it was dying fast and bets caught it mm. with his glove on the ground wow and ozuna had to try to break to get home and he'd never tagged up yeah. to break to get home sure so ended up being a double play it swung the momentum so game six was a tight one uh it was one bad inning first inning freed gave up two home runs the braves ace uh they shut the dodgers down to the other eight innings just couldn't get any runs in mm-hmm. last night the braves jump out to a quick lead Everything's looking good. They got runners at, at second and third. There's a ground ball hit in the infield. For whatever reason, uh, Dansby Swanson, who's on third, breaks for home and gets caught in a pickle. Yeah. So he's trying to buy enough time in the pickle so that Austin Riley, who's on second, can at least get the third. Sure. And then you can just give up and ends up being a double play. Oof. Yeah. That's not um, so, and those are the kind of plays where they, they seem. Like, not that big of a deal because you still have a lead, and like, okay, not that big of a deal, right? But it's the momentum, sure. And yeah. especially playoff baseball is so much emotion and so much momentum, yeah, that it's just right in the hot hand. It was yeah. right after that Freddie Freeman um, hit a a absolute bomb to right field that Mookie Betts again mm-hmm. goes up, scales the wall, and, and robs a home run. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not many outfielders are going to do that, huh? Yeah, Dodgers tie the game up, and then um. They use Chris Martin, who's one of the best relievers, and he's he's striking guys out, but he's working on no day's rest, and Mm -hmm. he he floats a sinker inside, and Bellinger hit it about a thousand feet. Yeah, he he did. Um, And it's just uh, it's a combination of things. Like the base running error is stupid. Yeah, but that's bad baseball. But also Bellinger, the two swings he had that he missed on, he was trying to hit the stitches off the ball. Yeah. He wasn't trying to plunk a single. Yeah. He was trying to trying hit the to damn thing it. as far as he could. Yeah. So don't pitch him inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, sure. don't, don't. You know what he's doing. You, because, because if you pitch him inside and, <clears throat> you know, the odds are if you miss, you, you might hit him. Yeah. That's fine. But if you don't miss and you leave it fat anyway, it's still in the inner half of the plate. At least outside, if you miss, he's still got to reach for it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, anyway, long story short, that was the game. And uh, it's a bummer. I, I I really took it hard last night. But uh, the team's super young. Yeah, most of their youth is tied up long term. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to like. Yeah. So no, I and I, I legitimately was worried about the Braves, and I'm legitimately worried about the Dodgers beating Tampa Bay. Yeah. 
in the in the World Series because Tampa's got some weird mojo working. I don't know. Um, the other thing is that the American League Series with the Rays and the Astros got it. You know, if only the Astros could hit the breaking ball, I can't imagine why they can't. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like they it's had almost some sort like, of. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they, it's like they forgot yeah. how to hit the breaking ball this year. It's weird. Uh, I wonder why that was. If they I don't had know, some weird. sort of tell or something. I don't know. Guess we'll never find out. <laughs> yeah, right. Hmm. Um, uh, NFL man. Yeah, lots of NFL. I, I'm not really sure where to start here with the NFL this week. Um, I guess the first thing we should talk about is is Green Bay just yeah what happened imploding there huh? and Tampa Tampa's D looked looked legit turning it on yeah um I don't know what happened I only so I I, I caught like the first quarter of the game yeah and then had to run a couple errands and then I checked the score and it was like, wait wait what happened sure <laughs> like, yeah because it was ten nothing when I walked away yeah, and I was like, had to lead. A bloodbath. Yeah. Or at so, least a shootout where, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, so I didn't watch enough of it to really know, yeah, to be honest with I, you. I, I don't know if it was, if it was pressure on Rogers or Rogers just didn't look sharp or, or what it was, but I'll tell you Tampa for the highlights. I saw at least they, they figured out a way to use Gronkowski, which mm-hmm. they hadn't all year. Yeah. Yeah. He finally was involved. And 78 yards I, I and think a touchdown. maybe we can start saying that Ronald Jones is, a good running back now. It sure seems like it. I mean, he had he, he, he sure was looked the, good. Yep, he was the he was what they used all day on offense. I mean, Brady only, I guess he threw twenty seven attempts, but I mean, he, he only threw one hundred sixty six yards, seventeen completions, um, and, and they ran a bunch. Ronald Jones ran twenty three times, two touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. um, and even Keyshawn Vaughn was a had five carries for 40 something yards. So, um, it looks like they're kind of just ripping them apart on the ground and and. uh yeah, Green Bay had a rough day, <laughs> to say the it least. Was, yikes! Yeah. Uh, speaking of a rough day, how about them Vikings? My God! Yeah. yeah. Woof. Yeah, I mean, just woof. Yeah, losing to the to the Falcons like that. Uh, yeah, a, a winless team, um, and and your Minnesota, who's you came into the season kind of hoping for, uh, you know, they're going to be a little more successful than this. They they hoped. Um, for obviously, a lot. obviously they they missed uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, I mean, Alexander Madison's a fine backup, but he, he couldn't get anything going. Um, and I guess the only bright spot on that team is Justin Jefferson. He sure looks like the real deal uh, receiver. I mean, if, it, if, it's Stefan Diggs who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's mm-hmm. it's Thielen and Jefferson look fantastic yeah. next yeah, to each do. other. Yeah. And the the they're both, I, I think the, if I read the stat right, was based on PPR yeah. scoring, they're both top five. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. Two of the top two of the like they have either like like three and five or four and five. Yeah. Of the top five. How in the world do you have two receivers in the top five with that bad a quarterback? Play? I know. It's because they've it been behind so much and he just chucks the ball. I mean he had three touchdowns but also three picks, so Yeah. Yeah. Two three in the top two in the top five. Yep. Yeah. Uh Julio Jones came back and looked like he looked fantastic. Old Julio. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like that was kind of. Bit, I mean, I had I had him in one of our fantasy leagues. I really, and I traded him away. I really thought and I was like, ooh, yeah, that, that stings. Yeah, that, I know he had that soft tissue injury, and and I think we were talking, and like I really thought maybe it would be lingering the whole year because he's had this happen before where he's had some sort of injury and it's kind of lingered throughout the year. I feel like it's happened multiple times because I've had him in a few leagues too, and it's been like, what's going on? Come on, buddy. I mean, it's not his mm-hmm. fault, you know. Injuries are injuries, but um, I just assumed that's what that would be this year, <laughs> and it's been, you know. And that's not the case. He apparently came back and and looked like old Julio. He's uh, 
he's a freak. He is a freak. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a, a great just receiver. a freak. Um, and, you know, Matt Ryan had the awful game last week, and then this week he comes back with you know, three yeah. three hundred seventy yards and four touchdowns, no picks. It's just like just insane. I don't think Minnesota Minnesota can't get can't get to the quarterback. That's kind of their problem right now. Well, they and, had a couple uh, sacks, but um, that's just God. You would really think they would with with Ngonkwe there. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, they do miss and, Daniel Hunter. I mean, he he was one of the best uh, pass rushers in the league. But yeah, you'd you'd think that uh, he would he would make up for it a little bit, you know. Uh, you know what they really miss right now is a, a corner who can that cover too. anyone. Sure, that too. Because their corners, like I mean, I, I like Jeff Gladney. Yeah, I think he's going to be a really good corner. But he's young, but he's a rookie, and yeah. he's he's getting picked he's on. Get picked he's on. getting picked on hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. I mean, they 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 worked both sides of the field. They worked Julio yeah. and Ridley. Gage and, too, and Hurst. And Gage Hurst is more is more yeah. getting lined Hurst up had with that, linebackers. But. Hurst had that big one at the end, which yeah. really inflated his stats. I guess but, that's true. Yeah. Um, but it was. I mean, it was. Uh, it was really Ridley engaged with the two targeted mm-hmm. guys, and and Julio just kind of caught everything his way. Yeah. Yep. And broke that one massive mm-hmm. forty yard touchdown yarder. run. Um. Yeah, the Falcons still aren't good. So no, they're not. They're still a high octane fantasy offense. If you play fantasy football, you want to invest, especially in redraft. You want to invest in Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um, and hope you don't I mean, get you sneakers might... like you did before. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, I think uh, Todd Gurley looks like old Todd Gurley. Yeah, and he's yeah, you know, he's he's they're using them a lot more than I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, hasn't broken down yet. So, you know, kudos. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else from this league? Did you watch any of the the Chiefs Bills game today? Uh. Did I did I watch? Not really. I tried to watch a little bit, but I just it just I I had both boys and I just couldn't. Oh man, it was one. it was a perfect example of why I hate keeping an eye on listening it, but... to Joe Buck call a football game. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was it was raining in Buffalo. Sure. And so Mahomes throws a pass, and it's horrible. It's a horrible pass. Yeah. And Joe Buck, oh, you know, it's really the conditions out here. It's really wet. And that's a pass Mahomes usually gets. And, you know, the weather must have really made the ball slip out of his hands mm-hmm. and yada, yada, yada. And then Josh Allen misses a couple of them. He's like, you know, Josh Allen's never been an accurate quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Buck Josh indeed. Allen, you know, that was his whole big thing is that he couldn't hit a pass. And he's still not very accurate. He's gotten better. But sure. it was like, but better, but the Buffalo's winning their division. Sure, yeah. And they hung with Kansas City the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, know, Buffalo has no running game. They do not. Yeah, both Singletary badly. and Moss were just getting stopped. Um, yeah, Allen's uh, their best runner. Yeah, Singletary is too little. He's in a, my opinion, he's a bit too little. He just—I just don't see him having enough power to get through. Yeah, you know, um, Kansas City just handed the ball off to Edwards Alaire, which sure. I mean, you kind of saw this happening because all the hype's been about Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon taking his Bell. job. Yeah. And, I mean, you up. kind of you, you kind of felt like Edwards Alaire would have yeah. something to say about you, it. You'd hope so. You'd hope a player would do that. You know, if so, it looks like maybe his uh, touches or his snaps are going to get cut in half. That that maybe they instead of moping or you know getting down on themselves, they like mm-hmm. they're like, well, I'm going to show you. You know, and he did. He, so. he had yeah. a big game against a pretty decent defense. Sorry, I was taking a sip of beer. I heard that. That was good. That was a good one. That's a big, big sip. I was trying big. to get it down quick because <laughs> there was like dead air, and I was like, oh no. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> 
You're supposed to fill dead air, Casey. Come on. It, it was like a t- perfect timing. It was of like the end of what I said to you drinking. And then I was like, oh, that. yeah. Yeah. That's classic us. Classic. Uh, oh, yes. All the time. All the time. What, uh, what else did you see this week that was either surprising or interesting or anything? I didn't, I didn't watch I didn't, any games this week, sadly. That, that, really? I was not able to watch any games. I just, it, it was a, it was a lot going on. I mean, obviously, I kept my eye, eye on the games. Um, okay. I guess what else could we talk about? We could talk about, uh, Pittsburgh just destroying Cleveland. That that's a fun one. It's always fun to see um, Cleveland getting rocked and then Baker getting pulled because of probably because of his ribs and he got pulled because of his ribs. You could see this. You shots. could see this coming because they wanted to sit him um, because of the ribs. From what I was reading, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, whatever his quote was. Um, and and I'm thinking, Mama didn't raise yes, no wuss. That's it. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Uh, and, yeah, well, yeah, Mama raised the guy who's going to end up getting hurt yeah, bad. Like, but you know, looking at this, you're thinking Pittsburgh has like the best pass pass rush in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to get destroyed, dude. And he did; he got destroyed. Um, yeah, which was, which was uh, anyone could have seen this coming. Uh, that Pittsburgh defense, man, it's good. That the, they have, uh, it's just good. It is really good. I feel like that that defense is still a piece away. Sure. Like a good lockdown corner that, away. That is that's correct. Yeah. Um, but and and they have a big hole now with Devin Bush tearing his ACL. That's very true as well. Yeah, Devin Bush. They're they're gonna miss him. And we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it. Uh... And what about Juju? What do you think that's gonna happen with those receivers? Is he is he the third best receiver on that team now? Second best. No. No, he's he's, the he's best? still he's still the best. All right. And it's not. I don't think it's close. He's had a pretty he's had them. a pretty rough time this year. Yeah. He's also he has the best corner on every team guarding him fair but i mean a lot you could say that about a lot of receivers yeah you I mean you could i'm just i'm um, just wondering because i mean he's he uh he hasn't gotten over what six, uh, 70 yards oh, yeah he's, he's 69 yards in his, his first game was the and two touchdowns is the most he's had um he's, yeah. he has the targets he's just not doing much with it i don't know yeah yeah, I mean, I, the, the, your points are all taken. Yeah. It's just I don't think I think if you're if you're making the argument that Deontay Johnson's as good as Juju, then no, you're, I'm, I you're don't way off base. I don't personally like Deontay Johnson as much. Um, I think I think Claypool can get there, but I mean, Claypool's played five games. No, I, I agree. He's an actor for one. But so. if we're talking about Justin Jefferson being so good, there's there's no reason why Claypool shouldn't be kind of in that conversation. Well, he he's looked he's looked pretty good as well. But yeah, I agree. I think Juju's the most talented. I just. Yeah, I don't know what's Claypool, going on. Claypool there. has looked good, and I will say the the difference between the They're two in my mind. Different players, also. Well, the difference in my mind is that Minnesota has no one else, so Jefferson has to play outside, and he has to be guarded. You know, he has, he's not an, another piece of the puzzle, the way that well, got, Pittsburgh's got a lot of guys. They got Thielen. What are you talking about? Jefferson, Jefferson. That's it. Yeah, and Del and it. Cook Cook catches the ball a ton. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, but they have, I, I kind of see what have, you're saying, but I don't. Yeah. But who's the other receiver in Minnesota? Yeah, DC Johnson. That I don't know. I mean, Irv Smith's kind of come along. I don't know. I, he caught like three balls this week. Yeah, it's better than none. The season first high. Three games. <laughs> yeah, season high. So I mean, like, that's what I'm saying is like it's it's not. They got they got BB. Come on, man. Chad. BB. Chad BB. Yeah. Chad BB. No, I, I get yeah. your point. I get your point. I, I, my my point is that there's I'd there's be... there's times when every receiver for Pittsburgh eats a little bit even when they had ryan switzer sure. he had good games 
I uh, see that. James Washington but, has good games. Yeah, he's already James Washington has already had good game good games. Uh I don't know if has Deontay had good games. I'm not sure. He's probably had one or two. Claypool's like had beast not, not games. Claypool. Not like Claypool. Um but Juju has only had one. That's just I mean if you, that that like uh, that just makes me a little nervous like as a fancy player um and as I guess as a fan of Pittsburgh like uh is he a number 1 receiver? I don't know, maybe not. Anyway. Maybe they don't need one. Maybe they don't need one. You're right. Maybe maybe if you stock the team up with you know yeah three twos or sure that's fair a couple twos and a three because I don't think Deontay Johnson's a two but yeah I don't um, but that's me so yeah. I, I I think Claypool is fantastic uh, when we, we talked about it when we talked about the draft mm-hmm. back when they drafted him I said I think he looked more like a tight end and then he lost a ton of weight yeah I think a lot of people thought that and, and I I wasn't like in all my drafts and he dropped a ton in like all my dynasty drafts, like second, third round, late second, early third. And I never, I didn't grab him anywhere. So I wasn't like thinking he was going to be blow up and mm-hmm. I don't know. He's, he looks pretty good. Anyway, I picked him up in a couple of leagues. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, Claypool's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, you're seeing them start to scheme to give him the ball. Yeah. More. That, yeah. that four touchdown game he had, they were scheming to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. And it's, um, yeah, a, a couple of the plays that were drawn up was, I mean, you could you could literally put any receiver in the NFL where he was and they would have scored. Sure, that's right. But it, they didn't. They put Claypool in that spot. So, I mean, like, it is what it is. It's half of half of being a great fantasy football player is luck. And that's he right. was in the right yeah. place in the right time mm-hmm. a couple of times, yeah. you know, where it wasn't Washington and it wasn't, well, Deontay was hurt, but like, yeah. it wasn't, you know, yeah, whoever. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh looks good. Yeah. Yeah. They look really good. James Conner looks good. James he looks Conner, healthy. Yeah, healthy, spry. Um, yep. He's, he's. I mean, he's so good when he's healthy. Yeah, he can be really um, good. It's just a matter of keeping him healthy. Yep. So That's right. Uh, Cleveland looked like an absolute train wreck. Yeah, back to the Cleveland uh, ways, huh? Uh, just an absolute train wreck. And it's just they couldn't, they couldn't establish the run. And Baker threw a couple of balls that he had no business throwing. Mm-hmm. Slipping back um, into like those little bigger ways. Like he does. Yeah. And uh the defense just the defense actually didn't play horribly. Yeah. To be fair. Like it's it's not like anyone on Pittsburgh had a massive day. Yeah. Um you know, it was I mean Claypool had a good game. Sure. Not great. Juju had a game. Deontay was out. Connor didn't have a great game. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like they tore torched him apart, you know. Yeah. Um but it's it's going to be interesting to see because Cleveland's Cleveland's going to be ride this roller coaster. I don't know. I still think they they they're looking like an eight and eight, nine and seventeen. Yeah, and they miss Chubb. So. He's their best running back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, this they also like they quit giving the ball to Hunt. I'm not sure what happened, but no. they just decided to stop stop doing that, even yeah. trying yeah. their yeah. offense, not even throwing the like. ball to him. I mean, like you think that'd be something that uh, Baker could lean on? Like I, I don't know if he was defended well or. Or what? Who was guarding him on his on his routes when they were behind so big? But that's what some of his 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 best talent is is getting the ball, uh, you know, get, getting little dump offs to him. He can he can do a lot of damage. But I don't know. Yeah. Hey, how about the Miami Dolphins? Sure. Yeah, they look good. Like, right. I know. I know they were playing the Jets. So let's take it with a little bit of a grain sure. of salt. But, yeah. But yeah. And in our, in our uh, we have that pick them in one of our, in our in our leagues, and I I picked mm-hmm. Miami, but I was like kind of thinking about it because i'm trying to pick on i mean why not like pick anybody playing the jets right um yeah and i was like miami i picked, I picked detroit i went to trade over jacksonville yeah and that that worked out as well um, oh, jacksonville's horrible yeah they are, they are that's another one you could pick pretty much their their uh opponent 
But yeah, Miami looks like a pretty solid team. They really do. They they're getting contributions in all the right spots. Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin looks fantastic. He does. Yeah. Um, Devontae Parker is a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an argument against it at this point. Like he's he's a guy. And Preston Williams is healthy mm-hmm. on the other side. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, I would have loved as a fantasy football player to have a little more. Uh, Gusecki. A little more uh, Gusecki and yeah. a little less Adam Shaheen. Adam Shaheen. But... Yeah. Adam Shaheen was one of those tight ends that kind of had, there was like when he got drafted, I think he got drafted by the Bears. Um, but some people were like, Shaheen might be kind of good one day, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and he wasn't. And then he got either, I think he got traded to Miami this year because um, Chicago has a bunch of tight ends. And he's kind of he's kind of been used and he's kind of splashed a little bit. I don't know if he's that great, but um, you always see this with tight ends as I'm sure we've talked about before that uh, it might take a few years for, for a talented one to kind of pop up and do some stuff. I don't know if Shaheen's that great, but um, that, it's, it's get, you know, a guy in the fantasy circles that some people have kind of been looking at for a while. It was, it was the week of the backup tight end. Sure. Yeah. It was backup tight end scoring left and right. Smythe. And it was like, God, wow. Durham Smythe. <laughs> Durham Smythe. He's the other guy that scored, I think. Mm-hmm. Durham Smythe. Yeah. And there was the, um, there was a no-name tight end for I forget what team Tennessee. Yeah, scored and it was like, oh, not Johnu. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hurt his ankle, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fisker, um, right? Fisker, Fisker, yes. something like Fisker. that. Some guy, that a guy. I've, I don't, I don't know who that is, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know a lot of backup tight ends, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, speaking of tight ends, Indianapolis, it looks like Trey Burton's the guy. Yeah, he looks there. finally he's got all the targets, yeah. all the targets. Well, yeah. it's Frank Reich. Frank Reich used him when when he had his breakout in Philly. Sure. Yeah, it was Reich calling the plays, so it's it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but they a couple things stuck out because I actually saw a lot of that game because they kept cutting back to it on on red zone, mm-hmm. and I was excited because I had money on the Colts, um, so I was really you know into the game. Yeah, but uh, I. Um, it's an interesting situation that's going on in Indianapolis because it seems like Philip Rivers can't play anymore. Yeah. And then Trey Burton is kind of emerged as the, the target out there. They ran a wildcat play on the goal line with him, which is fine because he scored, but also it's like, why aren't you giving the ball to Taylor? <laughs> yeah. They just like quit. Taylor had almost all the snaps this week. Yeah. But didn't have any touches. Yeah. He caught four passes, four for four. Four passes, 55 yards, yeah. Yeah, he caught all four of the targets. That's what I mean by that. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But four, uh, four, four targets, four catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he had like, what, like 10 rushes, 11 rushes? He had 12 something, carries something. for 60 yards, which is a five average, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good. So why weren't they using him? Yeah. So it makes me worried a little bit about Jonathan Taylor because it's like, I don't, well, know, the, if I can, they I don't were, know if I can trust They him. were behind right. most of the game. I mean, weren't they? 24, yeah, they're, 27, they're 21. That no, much. they weren't down that much. I, yeah, I don't know. You're right. I, I, I just, I, it's this whole, and I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse when I talk about it. There's like a couple of things that are like as sure as like, you know, taxes mm-hmm. on this podcast. It's like, I'm always going to talk shit about the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to call out, you know, Eagles coaches for killing fantasy players' value. Yeah. And or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank Reich just absolutely, it's, it's, he's murdering jonathan taylor's value yeah and it stinks because I, I i think they'd be a lot better if they would just trust the run yeah yeah um yeah i agree 
Maybe that'll change. Who knows? And that that brings me to a segue about rookie running backs. So we're both really high on Taylor. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're both, you know, fairly high, but like cautious about Edwards Alaire. Yeah. Yeah. Because of, you know, Le'Veon Bell there Uh, makes me a little nervous um, just because I think it's going to be a timeshare. Sure. Um, Like a legit timeshare. Very well Um, could be. You're super high on Dobbins. I like Dobbins a lot, I, and I'm not. And I, I I'm like not him. Get, I just think I think he's a long play. He's a long game. Sure, player. definitely. Like this year, maybe not. Maybe towards the end of the year, he might get on. Like I think we talked about this last podcast. Maybe toward I, I was saying maybe towards the end of the year he'll get some more some more run. But I think this is the next year thing for him. Yeah, I, but I but I but I, I like him a lot. And we talked about how James Robinson's the guy, James Robinson, mm-hmm. last week, and then he comes out against the the statistical the the worst defense in the NFL against the run, and he puts up a dud. Yeah. Was it absolutely? I didn't watch the dead. game, but was it him? Yes. Okay. Fair. So everything I saw was him running directly into the back of his offensive lineman and falling down. It was essentially butt fumble without the fumble, mm-hmm. just over and over and over. <laughs> it was. I mean, like part of me was kind of laughing. Like, what are you doing? Like, you were so good. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like with your vision, and then it just died. Um. And of course, the the flip side of that is now everyone on Twitter is saying that you know DeAndre Swift is the greatest running back in the world. Yeah. Get the um, one big game. Let's pump the brakes <laughs> on this. Like yeah. he had, he had a massive touchdown run. Yeah. And again, like I always say, take the outlier out and then look at the stats. And then he, yeah, he was fine. Yeah. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be 13 carries for 63 yards or something like that. Still pretty okay. good. That's good. Yeah, and a touchdown if if you take that out. Yeah. No, it's and it's against Jacksonville, so <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's not like it's not life changing. Sure. I mean, like, like look up the stats tonight from uh, from Dallas and Arizona. Yeah, and look at Kenyon Drake's numbers. Yeah, well, so first off, he's like, not what he did at the very last second. <laughs> yeah, so like, like, but people are going to be. I guarantee tomorrow morning on Twitter, everyone's going to be like, Kenyon Drake's back. Kenyon Drake's back. It's, it's like no. It's funny because just, throughout the game, I've been watching Twitter, and and people are like, Kenyon Drake's awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he had that I big garbage you. time run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah six, 69 yard touchdown run at the end yeah. where Dallas just looked the other direction. Sure. And let him go. But now now he's gonna be back again. Like I I don't think so. It's what have you done for me lately yeah. in the NFL? And oof. It's yeah. woof, woof, woof. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are horrible, by the way. Yeah. Um, and Miles Sanders gets hurt. So I don't even know. Like, did they even have a position player left? Ertz got hurt. Miles Sanders hurt. got hurt. Goddard's hurt. Yeah. Um who do they have? Uh who that <laughs> Excuse me, that uh, that receiver that that blew up these last two weeks. Uh, what's his Fulgham? name? Fulgham? Yeah, Fulgham. I guess that's it. That's it, pretty much. I think Goddard is. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's coming back, but I know he's available now, uh, uh, eligible to come back now. Um, but I don't. I haven't heard about you know that. Um, Our boy JJ Ortega Whiteside had his first touchdown. Yeah, yeah, because of because of the injury to Miles Sanders fumble. He fumbled it and then he grabbed yeah. it in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully, Sanders, it sounds like it's only going to be a week or two. Um, I think at first people thought it was going to be a meniscus and he could, you know, meniscus, meniscus can be like as, as like four weeks at the best. And then you don't say eight months at the worst. <laughs> yes. As you know, I guess <laughs> um, I'm sitting here yes. with an ice pack on my knee and go. it's elevated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, but it sounds like it's only going to be, uh, what? Yeah, I don't, they didn't actually say what the injury was, but he's going to miss Thursday night, and he's probably going to miss mm-hmm. the second game, and then it's their bye, and it's and it sounds like he's going to be back, so that's good at least. Um, I think a lot of people thought he was going to be out for a lot longer. 
Well, and he's, he's Philly... been the one bright spot of the whole offense has been Miles Sanders. He's the only one that's actually producing, which is kind of a shocker that that a, a player can play so well for such a really shitty team. Philly just needs to realize that they, first off, they still have a shot to win the division because there's not a good team in that division. Yeah. And Sanders is their future, so let's not rush it. Sure. So if he needs to wait till after the bye, yeah, let do him it. wait till after yeah. the bye. I agree. And um, I say, and you and, know, know but by the, the Giants, by the time they can beat the Giants, because yeah. I mean, I mean, who can't beat the Giants? The Giants almost, you know, tinkle it away against Washington. Yeah. I and I would uh, say after the bye, I mean, there's a good chance they could have Goddard back. They could have they could have Regor back. They they could have Sanders back. Um, mm-hmm. Or it's probably not by then. But he's not. He's been garbage anyway. Um, who else? I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is he even worth it. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I mean, I think I think Alshon Jeffrey, if he's back to one hundred percent or anywhere near, is better than Greg better than Ward. Greg Ward. Yeah. No, you're right. So I mean, any of those guys better back. Than Greg Whiteside. I mean, he's like definitely. he might as well. Def, de- yeah, definitely. So I mean, if they can kind of tread water until then. I mean, to be honest, they only lost by two points against the Baltimore Ravens, which is one of the best teams in the league. So well, I mean, they kind of came back towards the end, right? They, Baltimore took the foot off the gas pedal and sure. let them crawl back into yeah. the game. So fair, but you know, uh, that is fair. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. They, if they can get healthy and stay healthy, they might bounce back. And I mean, they very like you said. It's the, the 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 division is crappy, so they could very easily win that division, even yeah. though they're one four and one right now. Have you seen video of uh, Joe Burrow's slides? Uh, no, I have not. You should, you should look that yeah, up. I'll look uh, up on if you're listening. You should look that up because <laughs> I can't tell if he is just really bad at sliding. That's probably it. Or if he is sliding in a way where he's trying to like coax a late hit. Really. I don't think so. He doesn't seem the type. I don't know, man. I don't. I. I, I mean, it'd be one thing if like it was like a one week thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I have a very hard time believing that there's not someone on that Cincinnati staff who's like, "Hey, this is how you slide." Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Down. He might not be a baseball player. I mean, he might not have that that baseball player uh, mentality. So who knows? Oh yeah. Like I mean. <laughs> There's, I mean, there's guys who weren't baseball players in the NFL. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You don't, you do not put your body in a situation where you get hit, yeah. or you end up with a career like Carson Wentz. Sure. No, you're or, right. You know, or worse. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's pretty bad because it's just like it's like these weird like tuck and roll slides, which is like, oh my god, like he's gonna like hurt himself. Yeah. You know? Sure. Um. All right, I got a video. I'm I'm gonna take a look at this yeah. slide. Okay. Here he is. Oh yeah, geez. That, no, that's just a bad. It's not even a slide. He kind of like falls to like his knees and then like kind of falls over. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like how how are refs gonna if he keeps sliding like this? How are refs gonna call it? Because yeah. that's when you fall like that, you invite a defender. Sure, yeah. Because the defender they can't tell if you're sliding in real time. Yeah. No, you're right. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 interesting because it's gonna change the way an official might may, may call the game. Yeah. Um. Which is unfortunate because I don't like anything in the ref's hands. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, we've waited long enough. I got to talk about the Niners. Oh, okay. Uh, every you know the the, the uh, entirety of Twitter talking about how they can need to cut Garoppolo and he was horrible and he comes out and has a career game. Yeah. Against Did the they, Rams, people were saying cut him. Oh yeah. I wasn't saying cut him. I just he looked pretty bad last week. There was a lot. <laughs> well, like I said, and he, he has those moments high, where he looks pretty high bad. Ankle sprain. Sure. Salem no, you're Rose. Right. 
Um, you know, probably shouldn't even been on the field last week, to be honest with you. Sure. Um, and this week he comes out against Aaron Donald, the NFL sack leader, and just dime after dime after dime, just dropping it on him. Sure. Uh, Kittle looked fantastic. It was the first mm-hmm. time we've really seen them try to utilize like both Debo and Ayuk. Ayuk yeah, that's gonna be a dangerous uh, combo, man. All three of those guys. So Debo caught five passes. They were all behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and Ayuk caught like one pass for a touchdown, which was like on the goal line. Yeah, he caught two, but so, yeah, the, 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 the one yeah. one was a two yarder, and one was that touchdown ten yards. Uh, unfortunately, Raheem Mostert yeah. high ankle sprain. It's too bad. He's, another he looks so, another so high ankle sprain. Yeah, for the Niners. But but they have very capable McKinnon and and Jamichael Hasty actually looked really good too. I was I was watching that that game. I did watch a little bit in the second half, and yeah. he looks man. He looks like he looks quick. He's really quick. Mm-hmm. So I, I I mean they're, they're obviously going to lose Mostert for at least three games because he's on the IR. Yeah. Um, so but again they still they, like you said they have McKinnon they have Jamichael Hasty they, they have Jeff Wilson, Wilson. yeah they're supposed Who's to get Tevin Coleman back sometime mm-hmm. soon yeah. So I mean, risk I would, it richer. not too like worried there. Not too worried. Yeah, but so they run the ball with they use use check. Yeah, as a runner, sometimes they use they've handed the ball off to Kittle. Yeah, this season, uh, Debo Ayuk, like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm honestly I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried any kind of like you know fly sweep like end around with Pettis because Pettis is so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't get much much use. No, well, I mean, he's he's not good at football. No, he's not. No. Um, I mean, does he even get snaps? I'm not even sure. Not anymore. Not that we have, not that have receivers no. healthy. Yeah. And he shouldn't. I'm surprised they haven't traded him. Honestly, I'm sure someone could, would trade, uh, you know, a fifth or a sixth round pick for him. <laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles or the Washington football team, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. could probably use him. Um, yeah. The well, Patriots could probably use him. Sure. Yeah. The Patriots meltdown losing to Denver. My goodness. Yeah, I didn't get a, I didn't get a hold on that one. That's oh, pretty bad. Like, they look like trash. Yeah, that's not great. They just look bad. There's, there's no, there's, there's no skill players at all. No, but they're all, yeah. They're. I mean, Edelman looks washed, and I'm sure he's not, but he looked washed. And Nikhil Harry just doesn't look very good. No. And uh, Damian Harris sure didn't look very good. No. Um, and to be honest with you, just, Cam didn't look very good. Yeah. So, the whole team is not great. Yeah, yeah, they, they really don't have any like spectacular sp- skill position players that they can really mm-hmm. lean on. I mean, I guess you hope Cam's that guy, but there's not much else there other than I mean, James White is obviously just still James White, but he's not he's not a guy you just lean on. Yeah, James White's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. I mean, but I don't mind seeing New England fail to be honest. <laughs> no, no one does. No one does. Not really. No one does. Um, so let's see, man. Basketball's around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. so let's, <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the draft is sometime in November, right? About a month away. Yeah. And so the draft is about a month away, and um, the season's looking like it's probably going to start in mid-January. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to think of it. <laughs> starting in mid-January. Sure. I was, I mean, I was still really hoping for like a Christmas tip off. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, that would have been great, which I think should be every year. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, does that mean the league's going to, or the, the season's going to be like half a season? They wanted to play 82. So, 
are they just gonna are they just gonna change how the seasons are now or i mean like what like how are they gonna get they're not gonna get back to how it was i'm assuming they're gonna have to start every year in in uh, like december (laughs) because i mean once this if this goes away and once we get a vaccine or some sort of uh uh uh, what am i trying to say some sort of uh not cure but some sort of uh whatever something that that it's not a solution (laughs) some sort of solution that you know it's not a thing where we have to well we can go to games again and they're like you said they're gonna want to have those christmas games so i mean they're they just gonna be like let's start off in december i guess i mean that's just weird makes a lot of sense yeah that's true run it through the summer realistically who's their biggest competition ratings wise it's the nfl nfl yeah so you start your season in around, you know, October, early November. Sure. Give or take. And the NFL is in full swing by then. Yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. People aren't watching basketball right off the start. They're still in like, the NFL mode. And it's not like the NFL is just a Sunday thing anymore. Yeah. Thursday. Because you have Mon- Monday. Monday Night Football, you have Thursday. And now with COVID. Tuesday. Have, <laughs> there's been, uh, you had a double header today on Monday. You yeah. Had, uh, uh, t- I think you've had a couple Tuesday games now, right? I think. Just the one so far. They, they planned on one and they didn't need to do it. That's right. Um, yeah. It's, you know, like it's. Everything's so unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. That it just push it back to the to 2021. Sure. Just push yeah. it back to the beginning and or right around Christmas either way. Yeah. And just go. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the. I think that's, what, I think that's what they'll do. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, Daryl Morey out as the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, GM. So the Rockets are in search of a, a coach and a GM. And a GM. Yeah, what's out there? I don't I don't know much about the GM circles. I don't know if all this uh, is necessarily Maury's fault. I mean the trade for Westbrook wasn't great, but you know, I'll I say don't know this. if it's really I mean Chris Paul obviously wasn't wasn't that wasn't gonna be sticking around. So No, I'll say this about Daryl Morey is that the the one good thing I'll say about him, because I'm not a huge fan yeah. of Maury, but is that when when Golden State really became Golden State. Yeah. And there were a lot of teams that were thinking, okay, like we need to look at like how we build this team in a three, four year window. Mm-hmm. Portland's one of those teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we need to build for when the window closes for the, the Warriors. The Rockets never did that. Yeah. The Rockets always went balls to the wall, tried to make a move, tried to get the best possible roster around stars, yeah. around Harden. That they could. Yep. Yeah. So I'll give Maury credit for trying. Um, and trying to build a roster around a, a, a just a bonkers head coach in D'Antoni. D'Antoni, yeah. And yeah. his ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because D'Antoni seems like such a chill guy. Yeah. Like he seems like a nice guy. Sure. Um, I just think that small ball was dead in the water. Yeah. Um, rolling, like, rolling without a center is a little strange. I mean... Yeah, in my opinion, I mean, I, I got to have someone who can at least at least can can sure. I mean, That's Golden a, State did it for a while with with Draymond kind of playing that center role, but sure, like, they didn't have anybody quite like that though. Didn't have and they didn't facilitate. they didn't have anybody that could come in for Draymond and be the center that that they might have needed. Um, I I'm, I mean, not a huge uh, uh, Capella fan, but I mean, I, I was kind of shocked that they traded him. I thought he he was he would I mean, fit isn't pretty that well. Kind of what you'd want as a yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, he seemed pretty perfect. Team. Yeah, you want yeah. a rim runner. Yeah, and he he didn't need to you know play forty minutes a game or whatnot. 
I mean, um, that, but he was, yeah, a rim runner and a, and a guy that could block shots and play decent defense. I, I was pretty shocked at that. I thought he was, he fit perfectly there. Um, yeah. So I guess my question is with Houston is coach and GM aside, like you'd have to think that all bets are off of that roster. Sure. And maybe they're uh, going to mix stuff up. What did you just open? Cause I just opened Ewok. <laughs> I opened something from Matchless <laughs> called the Harbor. I, don't, I think I've had that. I, I may have too. I don't know. I got it from John's as well, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you'd have to think that everybody not named James Harden's on on the block. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, of course. So, uh, do you think Westbrook's there next year? God, I don't know. I mean, what's what's left on that contract? I don't know how they're going to get rid of that. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty <laughs> tough. They, they, but you know what? I think the funny thing is, we said the exact same thing about Chris Paul. That's true, but I mean, it's pretty much. Oh, for 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 Westbrooks, yeah. are they going to trade trade him again for each other? <laughs> I mean, what else is there? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I think those. Are the, I think that was the only trade you could you could do with Paul Chris Paul. <laughs> was yeah. Westbrook? No, yeah. That I can right. think of. I'd have to, I'd have to really look, but you know, I mean, I mean John Wall. I guess <laughs> I don't know. The Wizards aren't trading John Wall. No, they're they're not. They're not. They're, they believe they believe in John Wall. I think that's funny. It, we, 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 I think we've said Twitter, the word, like just the word Twitter, like a hundred times in this episode. But probably, um, but a lot of the 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 fans out there of different teams are like, oh, we're, we're you know, Brad Beal trade away. Yeah, and it's like, what what makes you think? Why would they do that? That Washington's going to trade Bradley yeah, Beal? He's probably their best player now. Like he scored thirty points a game this year. Yeah, yeah. What, they're not moving. They're not moving Brad Beal. No, they're not. And. It's uh, then I don't think they're going to move John Wall because if John Wall is healthy, then all of a sudden you have a backcourt that's just as good as any other backcourt in the league. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I agree. So they're everybody's good. Yeah, they're everybody's good as Damon CJ. They're everybody's good as Stephen Clay. Yeah, um, that is correct. I I guess Harden and Russ. Eh, Russ is garbage. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry, but he is. It's not. It's not good. Yeah, I do wish that. That we would have got Covington, though. That would have been a nice get. We still could. That's true. Could be, be gone. That's true. Who knows, Who knows what's going to happen there? Like, like you said, there's it's they need a GM and a coach, and uh, it's hard to see exactly what mm-hmm. what the plan will be. Hopefully, they they lose a lot. That's that's all I care about. <laughs> I hate so, the Rockets. Yeah. So I, you were, you guessed it on on even odds this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Brandon hosted, and Brandon asked you. Um, you know about the the Blazers and like what you think the what a potential move would look like, sure, uh, roster wise. And you you had kind of said you know like well I I don't really know. It's hard. To, it really is hard to there. say. <laughs> like I thought a lot about it. He he kind of told me in, in advance like I'm gonna ask you this. I'm yeah. Like okay. Like I, I can kind of riff on this no matter what. But I sat and thought about it. It's like what what really can and should they do? I I I don't know. I think sta- I think standing so, pad is probably the best. I the best thing they should they could do at this point and. Anyway, what are you gonna? What are you gonna? Oof. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I, well, I mean, what yeah. can you do? I mean, I'm not standing pat as in like uh, not doing anything. Standing pat as in keeping your core, obviously. Dame, CJ. Um, uh, so there's no trade. There's no trade f- to move CJ. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything. No trade. Yeah, what would there be? I don't know. There's no trade. The only thing you could do there would be a salary match. Yeah. So, uh, so what you're really looking at is you're looking for someone who is. Uh, 
younger on the upswing mm-hmm. who's going to be extended soon, mm-hmm. but not yet. Yeah. Or someone who's kind of in that mid-level sure. price point. Um, and a lot of sites are saying Gallinari. Yeah. I don't think he's taking a discount to come here. No, I mean, I mean, where is he going to take a discount to go? There's, there's a few teams. I'm sure he would. I'd, I'd have to look. I don't know, but yeah, he might. He probably the, won't be taking a discount to come here. But he'd have to take a discount take to come it. here. The only team I would think of he would take a discount to join would be the Warriors. The Warriors, or yeah, the the Lakers, or whatever. But the, obviously, the just, Lakers don't need them. But yeah, people want to, people. People. The difference is people want to play for the Warriors. Sure. Yeah. Because Curry is a coach that people want to play for, and people want to play with Steph and Clay and all those guys. Sure. Uh, you know, veterans want to play with LeBron. That's right. Veterans who are kind of on the tail end. Mm-hmm. So guys like like uh, Rondo, Green, mm-hmm. uh, JaVale McGee, you yeah. know. Howard, I guess. Howard. And Howard fits that bill for sure. Yeah, I know. I just don't like Howard. But yeah. Uh, no, no, a lot of people don't. But Portland um, Portland is like a lesser Golden State. I feel like I feel like it, it slowly but surely... I mean, Stotts is a player's coach as well. He's not. He's not quite Steve Kerr, but but I think players love to play with the guy or uh, play for the guy. And um, and now with uh, Carmelo um, and uh, Trevor Ariza, I think, and, I think Miller's uh, coming back. I think so too. Uh, but but with those guys, I think maybe, maybe there's a chance they they could they could get some of these like like vets that we might need um, or like some get some sort of splash in the free agency. Obviously we're not going to make a huge splash because we don't have money, but we do have a mid-level exception. I don't know if that's going to go to Anthony. I hope it doesn't. I hope Anthony is willing to take the, you know, above the veteran minimum again to stay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You think man. he's going to get the, the mid-level? <laughs> I, I kind of got a hunch that might be where we spend the money. Yeah. I mean, you might, I won't be surprised. I don't know if I really like, like that. Um, I don't hate it. I don't, yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I, I love Carmelo, it. but I mean, so the, to be the reason, I don't, the reason I don't hate it is because I don't see other options. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like people keep saying, "Oh, Jeremy Grant." No, Jeremy Grant's getting a contract. Yeah, he's going to get a big contract. Yeah, he's getting like a big deal. So it, mid levels out on that. Um, Gallinari's not settling for a mid level. So then, who's out there? Who's yeah. who's on the the same level? Yeah, other than as, as a Carmelo at this stage yeah. in his career, sure. who. Carmelo already. Other than had, we're looking at Covington trade or something like that, but yeah, yeah. but Melo like Melo likes it here. Yeah, he likes playing with Dame. I, no, I agree. Play. I agree. They like playing with Melo. It seems like a good fit. Yeah, if there's no other options, then that's 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 the way to go. Um, but but I know you're looking at. So we, we're gonna have a mid level, and we're gonna have the biannual. I don't really know exactly what the biannual exception is. It's small. Um, it's small. But maybe with the biannual, we could get point guard a backup point guard because Anthony Simons was not ready for that role uh, at all and mm-hmm. that's something we definitely also needed we need we need the three and D wing uh, Trevor Reza is fine at that but you know he's he's on the downswing of his career and I'm, I'm guessing we'll keep him and there's a chance he could be like trade bait tor- towards the middle of the year because of his expiring contract but uh uh he'll be fine in that role but but we need somebody like you just said younger and we need we definitely need a backup point guard and then if if Whiteside is gone We'll need some help at the center position. So I don't know how, exactly how we're gonna. I think how we can... the the three and D wing is obviously it's been our number one priority for yeah seven years now. Ever since Batum left, five years, mm-hmm. however long it's been, Batum yeah. left. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just they're the, so the backup, rare. The backup center, honestly, I think is the bigger priority over the backup point guard. Yeah, you're. I think you're right. And the only reason I say that is because I think you can you can get away. 
in stretches. And we saw them do this yeah. in the bubble with a bigger lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But an unconventional lineup with like Mario running the point. Uh, yeah. I mean. No, don't say I mean. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. He's going to opt in. Of course, so he's going to opt in. You're going yeah. to be stuck with him. Sure. So but, use him in that, that situation. So use him in that situation yeah. where he feels like he can help facilitate, but not necessarily take the shot. Sure. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and and with the emergence of Trent, I mean that does that that, that does a, that does help you. You can you can then uh, confidently stagger Dame and CJ a little more, and, and and either one of those guys will run the show, and Trent can be the off guard. That 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 is definitely uh, uh, something that that we have been lacking as well. That that will be yeah. big if if Gary Trent can continue his uh, his growth, which I think he will. He seems like he's really a, a hard worker, and he he sure looks like he could be a really good player. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think a functional big is yeah essential. And there's and stuff out there. Aaron Baines, possibly, right? He's I out would, there. God, I would love Aaron Baines. Yeah. Uh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That's that's the ideal to me. Sure. Um, you know, I, I would love to get a. I'd love to get a veteran in there, and not even a young guy. I don't want. Yeah, because we're gonna I probably want... probably gonna keep our pick, and we're gonna draft another. Uh project of some kind or a three or whatever i mean he's not gonna he's olshay does not necessarily draft for need he drafts the talent he sees and and little might be a few years off but that was a great that was a great spot to get a guy that has the talent that little possibly has or the upside that he possibly has um yeah this is going to be a little a little different only because i i think i think you saw with the the lillard injury Mm, yeah how right. short yeah, this true. window could be that's right yeah like how in a blink of an eye now you've had in two straight seasons you've had Nurkic mm-hmm. and you've had Lillard get hurt yeah and and Hood for that and matter Hood, yeah um and so, Collins <laughs> yeah so it really uh oh yeah I'm not sure if Collins is ever going to be healthy to be honest with you it's it's like fluke injury after fluke injury and it's just well, yeah you're I, probably right. I, I hope that's I'm, not the case, but I hope it's not the case either. But I just, I, I think that you're going to be able to get a functional big by shopping Collins and Simons. No, yeah, I think you're that's right. How you do it. I would be okay it. with finding a, a a very functional big by shopping those two players. And I'm down. I don't for, know what's out there, but what what you what that looks well, like. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head either. But like even a. I'd even consider a, a functional big someone like a like a Rashawn Holmes, yeah, who played really well for Sacramento when Bagley couldn't stay healthy, yeah. Or we need someone who can eat up twenty minutes a game. I know he can't. Yeah, I know he didn't look great towards the end of the year because he's kind of he's he's older and and now nah, he looked pretty bad. But I mean, I, <laughs> I was gonna say Millsap, but he didn't look great towards the end of the year. But I mean, that might he's not be big it. enough. He's not big enough. enough. Yeah. He, I would think maybe the mid level sure. for Millsap, yeah. but I think I think Denver's gonna try to keep him. Yeah, very true. They could. Um, just because he's a locker room guy, and they love they love playing with what about him. About Tristan Thompson, I'd I'd love him. Yeah, I would like Portland. Tristan Thompson too. I uh, that's I mean that's the kind of player we need. We don't need someone who can step out and hit threes. Mm-mm, we no. need a stretch. Yeah, like I'm I'm sick of trying to fit fit the roster to the modern NBA. And that's what Olshay's kind of tried to do. Yeah. Is try to find he's, he's gotten a little too cute with some of these moves. Sure. Like Zach Collins, like a guy who who played minimal minutes for yeah. Gonzaga. When we could have had Bam. 
in that spot. Well, to, be, to be fair, I don't even know if Bam was really that cons- considered that high. Like Donovan Mitchell's the guy we should have drafted. Yeah, well, yeah, if, of course. If, yeah. If, you, if 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 Old Shade's claim to fame really is you're going to draft talent and be a, a no, you're right. Talent, you're right. Talent and Collins was missing, a Collins was missing a, Donovan Mitchell. There is a, is is an all time whiff. Yeah, you're right. Collins Collins was a uh, draft for need. Mm-hmm. That that is correct. I said earlier that he seems to draft talent, but but in that case, he did not. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, Donovan Mitchell will be number one. But I mean, I mean, I mean, I, of I, was course, also, I was also a fan of John Collins, and I know John Collins isn't yep. like amazing, but I, but I but when we were making that pick and we we had those two first before we traded out, I was like, I was kind of looking at John Collins and thinking like this guy's pretty good. I I don't follow oh. college basketball, but I was kind of excited about him and. And it looked like we could have grabbed him and we traded up. We could I have wanted, had, we, we I have, Harry Giles. Harry Giles would have been fine. I mean, he, he's been kind of banged up, but but he's talented too. Yeah, we ended up with Swanigan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Collins, Collins and Swanigan is what we ended Swanigan. up with. And it's honestly Swanigan, not great. I mean, like it's the, the interesting thing is like I I I waffle about my my feelings about Neil Olshay. Yeah, he's hitting miss, and, man. And the more I'm thinking about it, like. Neil Olshay really hasn't done anything great here. So I don't give him any other credit. Than, other than the, the Nurkic nope. trade. I don't give him any credit for that. Because I so? think, I think, so the, the, we were dumping Plumley mm-hmm. at the time. Like we weren't looking at the playoffs at the time. Yeah. So we were trying to dump guys who weren't going to resign, that we had no plan on resigning. Mm-hmm. And that's Mason Plumley. So we were trying to dump him, but getting you him for a first. Was great. They threw Nurkic in because they wanted him out of Denver. Sure, but you don't think that, that wasn't, you don't that think wasn't us saying, "Hey, we want Nurkic." You don't think that so? Was, you don't think there was anything yeah. any Olshay there that was like, "I see the talent here," because everyone kind of saw the talent in Nurkic, but he seemed like he was kind of a. Yeah, so I don't that. because I don't think he. I don't think Olshay is the kind of person who takes. He always talks about character. Sure, and I know he. he you know the by, you know bifurcate and and all the the bullshit he says mm-hmm. all the time. So you don't he, think he's he's for he's for thinking enough to 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 know that no. he has guys like Dame and CJ that that could possibly no. temper a, a an ego or a uh uh disgruntled attitude like Nurkic? You don't think you don't think I so? Don't think so. I, I don't know. Yeah, I I I could I could go either way, but Olshay is a he's a you know snake oil salesman it seems so so he's definitely going to spin it that way no matter if that's what he thought or not at the time i don't think i don't think he had much to do with that i yeah. don't think he had much to do with drafting cj yeah 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 it was an easy pick yeah sure i, I think that anyone who watched any college basketball yeah knew that, knew that, that he grabbed that guy at that point um that's what and, frustrates me so much about this team is i i mean you have two undersized guards and of course they're both great and the only I feel like the only way to make them work is to build a, a team, and this is easier said than done. That it that can cover their mistakes. That's why we really need that three and D wing. And it just seems like there's never been a focus on that, mm-hmm. um, really. Even though it seems like that's been a problem that we've needed to fix for quite a while. Uh, the I mean Nurkic falling into our laps like that is great, and that helps big time. Um, but well, other think, than that, like, like Hood, were, Hood is kind of that. Hood is kind of that. There were stabs trying to find it. I guess so. I think. Yeah. Like, stabs like who? What do you... I think that there was a mentality there that Rodney Hood was going to be the answer. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. And, and like, and like the, the, uh, Harkless and Aminu are both kind of that, you know, 
but both of them are so inept, will, on, will, inept I, on the offensive end that I'm ride or die Aminu. No, I agree. I, I agree. I I'm think I think I wish that we would have kept Aminu at the power forward, but but if we keep Aminu, we can't pair him with a guy like Harkless because that's two guys who can play good defense, but that cannot really be relied upon to score at all. I mean, I know Minu doing that one playoff series was hitting that corner three a bunch, but, but, and that's what he hit, hit the best is the corner. But, um, you see, neither one of them you could really, you could count on. And teams are just like bogging down CJ and Dame so much that, and, and, and we no, had to rely on those guys. And, and so, so it's like you needed the third option that was like, that was like a, a, a wing or a power forward or something. And then we just never really had that. So it was, there's a lot of things that he did. Sure. Incorrectly. Yeah. Evan Turner like, also. Straight, Evan straight Turner, another great defender who just cannot, is just, oh God, so awkward like to Evan, watch. Evan Turner was supposed to be the backup point guard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It blew up on our face. It happens. Like things like this happen, you know, that's true. Extending, extending Myers Leonard. Like I get why you do it, but like, uh, I don't know. Just because, just because everyone has cap space and money doesn't mean you have to spend the money. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to give a guy $10 million. Now, yeah. granted, like that, that money helped us get Whiteside, which is, you know, neither here nor there because it didn't end up doing anything for us. Yeah. In the long run. Like we ended up first round exit. Yep. You know, um, which is fine again. It, it's fine because happen. we, it didn't seem like we were even going to make the playoffs before this happened. Yeah, like Zach, I think Zach Collins was a bust pick, um, and he might end up being just I'm still fine, holding out like, hope. If if he can stay healthy, that's the big if. I, I, so I, far, I, it looks like a big whiff. So far, it Swan, does. Swanigan was a big whiff. Oh yeah, that, that you uh, know, late first rounders are a little more uh, precarious, but yes, that 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 is a big whiff as well. Two things that Olshay did well, I will say, is the second round picks: Gary Trent Gary Jr., Trent, Alan Crabb. Yeah. Well, yeah. The whole crap movie for a second round pick. Yeah, we didn't have that's right. we, we paid him and then dealt him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we just shouldn't have paid him. No, I'm 100%. <laughs> but, but again, that's that's you know, he's and I'll say tried to, to find the guys. I don't, yeah. I don't give him any credit for Carmelo Anthony coming here. No, that wasn't an old that was move. That was that was Dame and yeah, CJ. CJ. Yeah, um, the trade to get Trevor Ariza, I thought was actually pretty savvy. Oh, yeah, I agree. That was savvy. That was perfect. Um, that was a good trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good trade. I think uh, when we signed Aminu, that was a super friendly contract. Yep. That was a great signing. I agree with that as well. Um, but those aren't those aren't the moves that win you titles. And no. getting back to what we said about Daryl Morey, and I know the Rockets didn't win a title under Daryl Morey, but at least Daryl Morey saw that he had a star in mm-hmm. James Hart. Whether you like him or hate him, yeah. he's a legit star in this league. Sure. And made multiple efforts to try to put guys on that roster around him yeah. that could win a title. Yeah. So he, he took a risk on Dwight Howard years ago. Mm-hmm. It didn't pan out. Okay. He took a risk on Carmelo Anthony. Didn't work out. Yeah. He took a risk on Chris Paul. It, it worked and, out okay. And a lot of the reasons bit. these didn't work out weren't necessarily his fault. No. Um, a lot of it could be, you know, you know, D'Antoni could rub, can rub the uh, some guys the wrong way as well. Yeah. No, I mean Houston's got. I mean they they went Harden. I think <laughs> I don't think Harden. Harden's a great player, obviously and one of the best in the league. But I mean, leader leadership wise, I, I and I don't know enough about Harden, maybe. But leadership wise, like you compare him to a guy like Dame, and it's like, 
it's not even close in my opinion. No, I don't think, I don't think he's a leader by any means. Yeah. I think he gets the short end of the stick from the media and from the general public. Sure. Because he comes, because he plays a style of game. That's just, it, it's seen as soft and the easy way out. Yeah. But he's so Flopping skilled at it the, though. He's so skilled at it. He's so skilled at it. Like you, it's the whole idea. I don't like to him. A, just, it's a different extent yeah. to, but it's the same sample argument that people said about Shaq is like, well, he's a bully. He just runs over guys. Yeah. Well, if the well, refs don't call it, then why in the hell doesn't he do it every play? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He played I mean, on how the game's called. And, and if they if they allow you to take 17 steps and, and wiggle and all this stuff that Harden does and they'll call flops yeah. and they'll call fouls, then do it. The thing is Harden is like even even he might not do it sometimes and it seems like he does and sometimes he doesn't mm-hmm. does do it and it seems like he doesn't. Uh, it's because he's so skilled at hiding it or, or knowing how to do it properly. Like you'll see a lot of guys might try to do that and they're so awkward with it that it's so obvious. So obviously he's not going to get those cars calls and that's a pretty, pretty impressive skill in its own right. Despite, I mean, if, if, if Harden was like a had came to the blazers and he, he was a blazer right now. And um, I, I would, I would obviously love the guy because it's like, this guy's so skilled, but he's, he's, he's I pretty, love the guy, but I hate the style. He's pretty easy to hate. I, I, I hate the style too. Um, I just like the style, honestly, no. and it's I, not I, great I, for the playoffs either. So, but no, it but, has, but the guy can score, and he's he can be fun to watch sometimes. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, I just don't know what Portland does. Um, yeah, we'll we'll learn more as we get closer to the draft because yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of moving pieces. It sounds like Minnesota wants to trade out of number one. Yeah, because who, um, who's number I, one? <laughs> I don't think Golden State wants that second pick. No, I mean they've already said they're not drafting the center. So it's like that's a lot of people were talking Weisman. I even thought like Weisman seems like a pretty easy fit there, but that's not going to happen. He should be the number one pick. Yeah, yeah. But Minnesota doesn't need a big. That's very true. So they should be looking at a team that needs a big. Yeah. And see what they can get for the number one pick. It's it's this this isn't rocket science. This Mm -hmm. is this is simple stuff. Mm Um, I, I am curious how Minnesota plays this though because they, in theory. I don't think so, but in theory, they have a good young nucleus in Cat and D'Angelo Russell. In theory, so yeah. so in theory, you add a third player at that number one spot or someone you can trade in mm-hmm. that spot. You know, should be all right. Yeah, I mean Anthony Edwards, or uh, he's kind of a lot of people think he's going to go number one or uh, or Ball. I don't know. I don't love Lamelo Ball, but uh, I think it depends. I don't. I don't think Minnesota makes the pick. Yeah, you think you're gonna trade if, out? If if they do, I think they take Edwards number one. I think yeah, that that would make the most sense. I think they're taking Edwards one, and I think Golden State trades the pick. Yeah, uh, I think Golden State's more likely to trade the pick than than Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So Golden State trades the pick, and whoever gets that pick takes Wiseman. Yeah, sure. That's and I think I I agree with our our buddy Dwayne that I think Lamelo Ball is going to the Charlotte, and I think that's a very interesting landing spot. Yeah. Because that means that now you have Rozier and Graham and Ball and some other I mean Malik Monk yeah. and Miles Bridges and uh kind of log jammed uh, PJ Washington, yeah. like but the but, but that's at some, some point at some point you just start collecting, collecting assets. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And that's not a bad way to build a team because no. there's no there's no big money there except for Rozier. Yeah. And that's movable money. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden that team becomes a team that could you know, yeah, I if mean, they, if they get a little warm, 
Yeah. Then they and, can they can bundle and get a, a star. And Lamelo could very easily turn into the best player in this draft. He's a very skilled player. Obviously, I mean, he has he has a pretty rough shot. Like every single he doesn't play defense. Every single ball. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't play defense either. But I mean, that doesn't always mean anything. As you see, Trey Young playing very mm-hmm. well, but Trey Young is obviously a lights out shooter, which Lamelo Ball is not. The question there is: Is can Trey Young win? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not saying that, that's the question. I'm not talking about Trey Young. I was talking about Lamelo Ball, but yeah, can yeah. he win? I don't know. Maybe, don't know. maybe Lamelo at some point, maybe at some point, uh, Trey Young will develop a defensive uh, game. Maybe I don't know. He's still young, just like kind of Dane was really bad at that at the beginning of his career, and he. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Trey Young kind of has that at not not necessarily the Dame attitude, but has a he seems to to want to get better. But um, I I don't know about I don't know about Lamelo Ball. I don't know. <laughs> he seems talented. He seems like a super talented, super talented player. Uh, I mean, skilled. Yeah. But so who knows? And it I seems like know. this draft is it, maybe not top heavy, but it seems like it has some some players deeper, like kind of last year's draft that could. That it feels could, a lot like last year's that, draft. That could be actually, you know, you could find a guy maybe around even where Portland's pick is, or if they're able to move up and grab a guy they might like. I don't really know if that's even something they would want to do, but it seems like you could find a pretty decent player. I think uh, there's a lot of guys in that top 15 that are going to be yeah, serviceable. Sure, at the very least, you know, yeah. I think, I mean, there's lottery guys like Halliburton, who I think are going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi Toppin, I think, is mm-hmm. going to be really good. Yeah. Um, and there's guys down around 15 that, I mean, like, you then at that point, you almost start looking at where they are where they played ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figure, okay, who who coached them well Yeah, the time they were there? Yeah. You know what I mean? At this mock I'm or, looking at, they had a 15. They're coached pretty well because well, because Leonard Hamilton's a good coach. Harry sure. uh, Maxey at Kentucky. I don't know much about him, but Kentucky turns out pros. Villanova. That's the guy Villanova. that Portland has. Sadiq Those guys are ready. Yeah, yeah. Those guys Memphis. are ready. Maryland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's going to be interesting. I think this is the least prepared I am for an NBA draft. Than sure. I, I mean, have. of course, there was no college football basketball season. <laughs> And uh, well, there's going to be because they're practicing now. Yeah, but I mean, there was not one, so I mean, but yeah, no tournament. So there's no, there was no, you know, tournament darling. Sure, which is such uh, a bummer because Oregon. I was really excited to see Oregon in it, both the Oregon, the women's and the men's. I I think the women were going to win the whole thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. The men weren't, but no, no, they would have gotten deep though. The men. I think they would have. I I think honestly, like Peyton Pritchard's a very interesting. Draft prospect. Is he going to be like he, a late first, early second, or what? He really feels like one of those guys who goes like 40th oh, okay. overall and ends up making a roster and being like being like one of those like TJ McConnell sure. type guys where you're just like yeah. you play against him and you're just like, I hate this guy. Sure. Like he's yeah. everywhere. He's obnoxious. Yeah. Like he feels like one of those guys. And I just like I'm down Blazers. Like, sure. We have a second rounder this year. We haven't had a second rounder for a while. Well, except for we had Gary Trent, I guess, but yeah. Well, we, yeah, we bought that pick, if I remember right. Yeah, but I think this is our own second rounder. Yeah. Ooh. Which is, it's just, that, that is weird. I, I really don't know the last time I'd have to look look that up. <laughs> oh. So that's all we got for you this week. Uh, like, share, subscribe us on Apple, um, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. I think they actually changed their name to something else now, and they're not Google Podcasts, but we're on all those uh we're hosted by anchor so we're on anchor as well if you use anchor um you can find casey on twitter at cw mcgrath i'm at volcom pancake the podcast is at losers gracious uh we're gonna have uh hopefully no more baseball talk really for a while uh, and probably ramping up the basketball talk as we yeah. get close to the draft now i'm like amped up like we start talking about basketball and now i'm like I'm, I'm excited too 
like it's I'm like flexing over here, ready to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.